Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena-focused podcast. I'm SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you this week? Uh, this week, I'm doing well, Solo. Thanks for asking. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I finally have a reason to gear Rolo up to, <laughs> up to Relic level. <laughs> uh, who doesn't love a good Relic Rolo? <laughs> I don't know if anyone before now has ever had one. So, uh, there's always my, somebody that loses a bet and you know my guild is so funny right now. The the just like seeing seeing the chat in the in-game chat and it's just like line after line of Rolo advanced to gears 9. Rolo went up to gear 10. Rolo went up to gear 11. Rolo went up to like it just and then and then what that person's done and then the next person takes his turn yeah i can tell you right now there is a 296 speed rollo in the game um he's in maw that should surprise nobody (laughs) wow yeah let's see that's that's fascinating and yeah it doesn't surprise me yeah and conveniently she's uh, level three. So clearly, the gearing happened before his daily reset. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh. So the the big thing, guys, if you haven't heard, if you're watching this podcast or listen to this podcast, I I, I feel sorry for you if you're trying to watch it because there's nothing <laughs> to see. <laughs> but if, if you're listening to this, you probably know. Jedi Luke is coming to the hollow tables and uh, he's going to require a bunch of characters that everyone is surprised to uh, find out had an impact on, on his hero's story. So yes. um, <laughs> uh, maybe I, I probably stated that a little too strongly. Uh, he, it does require a lot of different characters, some more anticipated most were pretty pretty easy to anticipate, though I thought there was going to be fewer uh, characters required. What did, what was your thought, Solo? What was your prediction? Um, I thought that everyone that they have required was or uh, is required was a potential to be required. I agree with you. I did not expect to have to gear as many as we actually did. Like nobody on the list actually surprises me. Yeah, I agree. It, yeah, not none of them. None of them surprise me at all. But uh, but yeah, it's still there's still quite a few. What surprised me was how many were required. Let's see. Let me get back to this page and I will check and see. Let's see. So. The, they're requiring Commander Luke, which is to surprise no one because he's the one who's kind of getting advanced, so to speak. Uh, Rebel Officer Leia, Captain Han, Wampa, Chewie, Darth Vader, 3PO, Lando, Hermit Yoda, and then some ships, the Falcon and uh, Wedge's X-Wing. So, so yeah, he's, uh, he's requiring quite a bit. Uh, all of these were, on some level, though, pretty easy to anticipate. And I don't know. I 
I think the biggest surprise for me is still that they're that Jedi Luke is coming. I I didn't see that coming at all, frankly. Uh, yeah, no, neither did I. I you know for the longest time, and you kind of addressed this in your video, but for the longest time there was this feeling that Jedi Luke meant the end of the game, um, because of you know I could have sworn that Carrie said something. Every Reddit post I've seen had somebody else saying it, though, on a on the uh, Radio Free Tatooine podcast. Um, but oh, okay, yeah, I, it, yeah. It, I thought but, it was Carrie as well. Yeah, but apparently it was just a throwaway comment that basically said, and this is paraphrasing and dumbing it down. It's so early in the game right now that if we have Jedi Luke, when we bring in new characters, they're going to have to be better than Luke. So people took that to mean Jedi Luke has to be the last character that comes into the game, or at least the last powerful character that comes into the game. um, Because you don't want people, (laughs) or you don't want characters to become more powerful than Jedi Luke. Now, that was years ago. We're now five years into this game. We've had most of the major characters released at this point. So everybody's saying the game is going to die because Jedi Luke came in. I don't think that's CG's intentions. And just looking at their earnings reports, that's not CG's intentions. EA isn't going to turn off a moneymaker. Yeah, I agree. I I think I think that it's just a very interesting time to be releasing him. I'm not I'm not even saying that it's like a bad time to release him exactly. I the the whole Arnold drama thing, you know, every, everyone is is just blaming CG. They're saying, "Oh, they're just, you know, no CG doesn't want to address the Arnold thing with the community so they're just throwing out a new character in a in panic so that he can't uh so that they don't have to address it yes. and i i think that that's hilarious frankly oh I'm, I'm like the 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 idea that they were just like oh my goodness this youtuber is angry at us maybe you know what we should do let's develop a new character from scratch like it within the same week and test it and get everything ready and make get all the art ready and do everything and and then we'll release it real quick and then the community will forget about our how badly we messed up against this youtuber my my favorite part about this is as the day has been progressing those people that were saying that have realized that their argument is absurd so they have now moved on to the argument of, well, listen, they've had this character developed for years now, and they just had him, you know, stuck in a drawer waiting for when they could use him. And so even though these kits are specifically designed to work around Galactic Legends, you know, they were never intending to release him now. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding yeah it, it's a little silly like and he, he has new he has the new debuffs and everything like the right the vulnerable will, yeah vulnerable is is new as of poe i think he resists hero poe so not that long ago uh and right. then and then also it he's immune to fear which 
that's not super new, but if he's been around for years, like fear, I don't know. It just, it's, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of fun arguments that people are making about Luke. Um, and, you know, they're saying that the, the art is too old, that he's been around for way too long. And <laughs> whatever. I, I don't know. The, there's all kinds of fun drama going on here. And they're releasing Luke Skywalker. And I think, I think honestly, you know, before we get into talking about his kit and everything, I think the thing that I feel the worst about, because I think I will end up getting the character on my main account. Uh, my alt is in a plight, though, and a, a plight, it plight with a lot of other uh, mid-range accounts, like these accounts that have been around for a year or two, but haven't, haven't participated that much in the light say territory battles on Hoth, uh, you know, people who have been spending all their GET1 currency on trying to get Skywalker up to seven stars or Malak or both and don't have like Hermit Yoda costs GET1. You have to, you have to farm him through that store. That's the one place you can get him. And uh, I feel kind of bad for the, the mid range players. Cause it, this is, this, represents a, a massive undertaking for them because Rolo isn't available either. If you don't want to do Hoth territory battles, you have to use GET2 to unlock her, which is crazy. You have to spend 900 GET2 currency for five of her shards. That, it makes me want to cry, kind of, for, right. for everyone. And the announcement came after the lock of TB. So all of these guilds who are getting 10 or 11 stars on light side geo, I would bet that they, they would look at the requirements and say, Oh, we would have rather done Hoth this, you know, just this round to get 50 more shards of Rolo, but they were never even given the opportunity. And that's, that's what would be frustrating to me the most of, like, you didn't even give us a chance. This announcement right. came out four hours before TB started. The poor guild officers could have had a panic conversation, <laughs> sent out a poll in their news chat, said, respond in the next three hours, and made a decision that might have gotten them 50 more Rolo shards. Um, but with that said... Where <laughs> it, you know, talking in our Discord server, and one of the people said, "We don't even have the characters characters to do the Rolo mission because it's such an unimportant mission for us right now." And right, that's you know, that's honestly a problem too because now these people. So you missed a legendary the first time. And when you're in that mid-range account level, most of the people in that level are going to miss the legendaries the first time. Um, just because you, you have to focus farm for so many things that in that young of an account that's easy to miss the legendary. But now for the next time, they have to farm the characters to do the Rolo mission. And if or if uh, Jedi Luke comes back in three months, they're going to have two, maybe three attempts at the Rolo mission. So that's a max of 150 shards. 
which that's great if you have a six-star Rolo or a five-star and 35 extra shards, but most of these people have, you know, 30 Rolo shards or whatever it is. And that, that's an honest problem for them. I don't even remember what the requirements are. You have to have Captain Han or something, or is he think, even required for it? Um, Gosh, I don't so remember. It, it's but, been so long. I, and I'll try to look it up. Um, but but yeah, I don't know if my alt, for instance, could uh, do the mission. Right. Let's so, see. So that's now on top of what you already have to farm, you're going to have to farm and gear them up. Yeah, it, and they all have to, they all have to be relic three. All of these characters. Right. Um, and so these are all these are all things that I, you and I have had Captain Han farmed for since since the start. Like he he was like a panic farm back then, or maybe not quite yeah. panic, but it was like, all right, I need to reprioritize my farming to make sure that I can get Captain Han because he's required for certain missions right yeah and that well he bugged the territory battles so they couldn't keep keep requiring him <laughs> right okay yeah that's right so so after a while you didn't even need him so and he's a pretty mediocre character like he has, he has a couple fun things he can revive rebels i would put at him at a rate. solid c yeah, like he has days on his basic. I think that's right. probably the part that I like the most. But that, yeah, that's not. I that's like not Captain Han because I, I've, well, before G13 and Relics, so we're talking now a year ago, I used Captain Han with CLS all the time um, because my Captain Han is, is and was G11 plus four. And my CLS, this was back in the days when, you know, CLS was still only 12 plus 3, and that was the highest you could go. Um, he wasn't, CLS was still getting guard, even with my Captain Han at G11. And so I loved using him in the CLS team back then. Now, of course, with Relics, that CLS team has evolved, and they're monsters at this point. So I don't know if... I'll even need him in the team, but having extra protection just in case Chewie gets killed isn't a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah he he's fine. I, I didn't. I never wanted to relic him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That neither did I. But once we are relicking him, I can probably. I can probably find a use for him. Yeah, yeah, um, probably. E even at, at the very least, he's gonna he'll he'll provide some uh, he'll provide a little uh, backup for you know uh, if you're trying if you're trying to clear something at some point. Like he's a good he's a decent candidate. To, to be able to go with a scoundrel squad or something, try to get some damage in. Yeah. Trying to zerg a, a team down or something. Oh, yeah. Every Kira team now is going to be Kira, Captain Han, Vet Han, Vandor Chewie, and Vet Chewie. 
<laughs> double Han, double Chewie with Kira. That, nice. That it, That's going to be the teams, though, because everybody's going to have every one of those characters relict, except for Kira. And they're going to say, I have these relics. I need to do something with them. And they're, they're going to get plopped right down on defense. <laughs> Fair enough. Jeez, I can't find this. I can't find this requirement. Maybe it's in the legend guide, the, the journey guide. Could be. All right, click on her. Required. So you need five star characters. And they're all just light side characters. I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, know. This doesn't. This doesn't, doesn't help me. Right. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's synergies. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> well, it is, but... Um... So, we're, it's been a long time, guys, since we've done Hoth uh, territory battles, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I can look up the last time I was I did a Hoth territory battle, I'll tell you. I, I bet I can... Uh, then then you was, guys will be impressed. It was exactly one year ago. That was the last time I did a Hoth battle because Dark Side Geo came out in the middle of June last year. All right, let's see. Yeah, so the last time I did Rebel Hoth was 617 of 2019. Yep, exactly one year ago, basically. Yeah. Exactly, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's only been a year, but I don't I don't remember it. Well, because toward the end there, like I just hit auto every time. I oh yeah, Easily. like it was it was kind of fun. It, it's fun to march your guys in and kill stuff, but like they were so easy to kill. They just folded so easy. Like you had to. I used. I kept finding like the wor worse and worse teams to try. The only one that gave me any challenge was the Rogue One mission. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to actually try for that mission. But that's because I always wanted to do it under geared. Right. I think I actually swapped gear a couple times to be able to complete it. But uh, anyway, so so it's been a while, and I apologize to everyone who is in the thick of Hoth, and they're like, "Man, they, those guys just can't relate with us." Like, <laughs> we 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 can't for for the Hoth though. I, I do remember it quite a bit. I just, it's hard. Frankly, it's hard for me to remember the requirements for things that I am currently working on sometimes. I'm just like, uh, Oh yeah. No. Like I, the other I day. Already, I already forget the requirements for Jedi loop. I have to have them literally pulled up right now. Yeah, dude. I, I actually, the other day, it was actually, it was a month ago, I guess I was trying to, I was going to do the Kiati Monday unlock mission or, you know, the shard mission and I'd watched a video of it just to make sure I, I remembered the strategy and everything. I, I went in and I spent like a minute of panic of like, oh no, like <laughs> why won't it let me use uh, General Skywalker? <laughs> like I, I just, on some level, I just forgot that I can't use him. It, it has to be Shock T. And, you know, that's an embarrassing story. And I'm sure it's, and, and as such, I'm sure people are going to start referring to that as pulling a Zareth, but um you know 
that it, it happens. So me forgetting me forgetting about the Rebel Hoth uh, Rolo requirements is not significant, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, I I am a little excited for the character. Uh, why don't we talk about the kit just a little bit here, at least? Yes, we probably should. Especially so, since we have no GA to talk about. Right. <laughs> second and fourth segments. Uh, yep. So um, no no Grand Arena. So we do have uh, an entire ass load of uh, podcast questions, though. So True. if we if we run out of time, we, you know. Anyway, so we, we've got Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. And the very first thing you notice is he is not a rebel. He which is was, not very disappointing to me and I, I get it like they they're very selective and we'll talk about them being ultra selective actually with uh within within his kit and all the other characters but uh I, I get it for balance reasons i was just i'm disappointed because i wanted i had this dream of like cara dune and luke skywalker and uh ahsoka tano fulcrum all just combining to <laughs> be like this this really cool off meta team that somehow like he was his kit was specifically tailored for some of these characters and you know we it would usher in a new era of of destruction from but at the hands of the rebels because rebels haven't they've been, they're okay the the one specific cls team is good it would be nice to have any other rebel team that was actually relevant though yes um but with that and i feel like people get so worked up on the tags and cg has said most multiple times and i i understand this of listen we have so many characters in the game that balancing is like the hardest thing to do and so i get i i completely get when some people get in certain tags and you're like but Laura says that this person should have this tag. And when CG responds with, yes, but it would break the game if he had that tag. I'm okay with them not having that tag. I I don't want a broken game. I can live without the tag. I agree. I wanted Luke to be a rebel. And I wanted to figure out a way to have two Lukes. And then Han and Chewie plus one on the team. That's what I was dreaming of. But at the same time, I'm not going to let that get me angry. (laughs) This is a game. I'm not going to be angry that Luke is a Jedi and not a rebel. Right. Uh, You know, I think I would be, I'm more angry that he's a leader, has a leadership. And it's like, he's never led any Jedi (laughs) at any point. (laughs) I concur. (laughs) Like he's carried Yoda, I, though one would I, I would say that Yoda was the one directing him, driving him, if you will. <laughs> so, <laughs> like uh, him having a leadership is just funny, and, and it's it's even called isn't it called Return of the Jedi? It is, yeah. Yeah, like he, the the Jedi have been extinct for a while, or you know, endangered, and then they become. Uh, they they return and look at that he's he's their leader yeah and he knows how to lead old republic or he doesn't no, know how to lead old republic jedi 
Yeah. <laughs> he the knows Old Republic to... are the only Jedi he can't lead. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. He's So he's not a Jedi, or he's not a rebel. Disappointing, but I can move on from that. And like you say, uh, if they say that for balance reasons, they're not going to do it, That that's totally fine. Um, they... I think the other thing, I did want to mention this other thing. I, I get so frustrated when people say that, oh, we, well, we're the beta, beta test or we're, we're the testers for this game. Like we, <laughs> we're the ones who do it. You know, if, if we, we're, we just catch things and then they nerf them immediately. The fact is though, if they change anything, they'll change, they'll, they'll change like a couple small things. Maybe they'll add a whole line that significantly changes his kit. Uh, at least his interactions with one squad or another, but by and large, they don't, they haven't changed kits that much. The, the balance of these characters is basically what they want them to be at. And that requires pretty extensive testing. And frankly, you, you just can't get the, the amount of testing done with a testing team that the entire community can. When people say, when people eventually find some kind of huge error with these big characters and people are like oh man can you believe it it only took us two weeks to totally break the game and stuff <laughs> it's like it's like we have thousands and thousands of people stress testing this one character and it took them two full weeks to find it like the right i, ha I can hardly blame the devs for not spotting some random synergy uh, with that's just like totally random so i don't know i I get frustrated when people say that we're the testers for this game. Like, they clearly do test things. Right. So. But if it took us two weeks to find it, and even let's say that only 50,000 people get this, I have no clue if that's even going to be close. Uh, so let's drop it down to 5,000. Let's say 5,000 people get this, and it takes them two weeks to find something. If there are only five beta testers... <laughs> How long do you think it would take them to find it if it took us, if it took 5,000 people two weeks? Like, come on. Well, you, you can't test every interaction. And then it, it's not just like every combination of characters. It's also every combination of characters with every combination of mod uh, right. style and, and everything. So uh, anyways, it, it frustrates me when I hear that. I think what it really stems from is people being frustrated with CG and wanting to be negative about them. So yes. they've just oh. decided to to dwell on the a couple missteps with, with kits. So uh, anyways, his Luke Luke's got a basic attack called prevailing strike, which I approve of. Anything that has to do with prevailing is good <laughs> <laughs> in my book. <laughs> and uh, what what it does so he it reduces critical damage. It does other things as well. It, it, it gains him max protection, and uh, it reduces their critical damage by ten percent every time he does. It dispels all buffs as well. So it, it's got it's got quite a bit. I really I think it's going to be interesting. Reducing critical damage is is a really interesting effect, and it, it stacks indefinitely. Yeah, but then on top of it, he's gaining 10% max protection. Right, which we just don't know. The The one thing, I guess we should add this disclaimer. We're talking about this kit. 
we have no idea. There, there's some very, very important interactions here that we just can't predict. If he's going to be amazing, uh, he, he might be amazing like any character. He could just have like one ability that doesn't sound that good. But if they crank the offense up to, to 900, that character is going to be amazing because they can one-shot everything. Right. So it, there's there's all the we're going to talk about the kit, but who knows? I, I have no idea if he's going to hit hard, or if he's going to just be like Jedi Revan and do some damage but not much. Or Kenobi is more just a tank and he, he can be a good lead. Like there, we just have no idea how good yeah. he's going to be in terms of that. However, a lot of these things have some pretty interesting utility. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, like, the, it, we're increasing our max protection by a, a maximum of 100%. If he only has, like, 100 total protection, <laughs> it, getting that up to 200 total protection, and it, it, it's, like, nothing. That, that's a nothing rule at all. But right. if, he has, if, if he has a pool, a base pool of, like, 200,000 protection to start with, which isn't necessarily out of the question, then that this this interaction becomes extremely potent. Yes. Uh, his next skill is a special one, Stalwart Advanced. It's a cooldown three. And this one is the one that interests me the most, I think. Uh, it's So it, you deal damage to one target enemy and call another target ally to assist. The target enemy is inflicted with blind. So blind is really interesting in the world of uh, Galactic Legends. I don't know if they can get blind, but if they can, then that's that's pretty good. That can actually shut them down for a turn. Uh, I'll have to look up, look up if that's one of their immunities. Yeah. But um, then he gains Jedi Will for two turns and it can't be dispelled. It's a locked buff. And if the other ally is a Jedi that's not Old Republic, so that excludes Revan and Bastila and Jolie and, and Juhani, because F you, <laughs> Juhani. <laughs> I, I kind of wish they had actually just called her out specifically. <laughs> but uh, so if, if, if he called a Jedi to assist, then they also get Jedi's Will. And what Jedi's Will does is it gives 100% counter chance, plus 25% offense, plus 25% speed, and all attacks ignore defense. So this ability is what makes me think that you're going to start seeing uh, Jedi Knight Luke on Ray teams with General Skywalker right here. He's going to give Skywalker um, Jedi's will, and everybody running Skywalker with their rays, or really as any um, you know, galactic legend killer is now up to his offense, up to eight or nine thousand. Um, and so Skywalker will get back the counter chance that he had when he was the leader with the five hundred first. He's going to bump up his offense by like another 2,000. He's going to be given additional speed and all of his, his double attacks are going to ignore defense. So when you're trying to chew through that KRU or that First Order Stormtrooper, now their defense means nothing. 
Yeah, it depends on what the AI does. As anything, well, yeah. who knows what the AI does on defense, but if you're controlling them, though, yeah, that, that seems pretty potent. Right, yeah. Um, but the, so many people have already complained. We can't use Skywalker against Galactic Legends because of his leadership ability, which we'll get to. I don't think you need him to be leader. Yeah, I agree. I the leadership seems kind of confusing, anyways, uh, as far as like what impact it is, uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, I I don't necessarily think I think that he he very well may end up in a Jedi Revan team to counter Galactic <laughs> Legends as well. It, despite could. despite all the text that that specifically singles out and ignores the uh, the Galactic or the Old Republic Jedi, uh, he's still going to be pretty fantastic with them. He only needs to pair with one non-Old Republic Jedi. That's right. it, you know, he's got to pair with Grandmaster Yoda or General Skywalker, and his bonuses are being given out. Yeah, uh, so it, it's it's going to be... It's just going to be interesting to see what where he ends up. We'll just have to see how just how effective he is. So, the third and final, uh, the third and final special or attack, I, I guess. It's, I guess it's not even an attack. The the second special repulse is a cooldown five. So you're not you're going to use it once per battle probably, and it, it inflicts stun and vulnerable. Stunned for one turn and vulnerable for two turns on all enemies. And until the end of the encounter, all enemies lose 10% max health and protection, stacking for a max of 50%. Yeah. And uh, vulnerable just means that, and I, just to be clear, I'm not speaking from a position of knowledge uh, that I've had <laughs> for a long time. I had to ask Solo, embarrassingly. Uh, what vulnerable was because I couldn't remember what it was and it's it just means that it guarantees someone gets crit if they have it uh, on the next on the next hit if they're vulnerable then they get crit so uh, it could be good against a supreme leader Kylo team with a bunch of critical immunity yeah it's um I right because you're inflicting the stun, you're inflicting the vulnerable for two turns, and then the 10% max health and protection, which if you can find a way to get him to go even use this ability twice, reducing somebody's max health and protection by 20% is a lot. Yeah, it, it truly is. It, it's hard to notice. the The way the... The way the um, the visual representation of health and protection is like it, it, it leaves a little to be desired, in my opinion. Uh, people the other day, <laughs> yeah. someone was asking me why, after you use uh, after you use certain characters, um, like if you use General Skywalker, for instance, it, they asked me why he ends up being. Uh, why he heals them basically why their health his health goes up yes. and it's like well he's reducing their max health and so their remaining health pool is just a higher percentage of the maximum health that they can have 
but it's an understandable question at the same time. So Sure, absolutely. Uh, the first time I saw it, I thought the same thing. And then I finished the fight and read his kid again. I was like, oh, okay, that's what happened. So, I mean, if and his kit is kind of a book. So if you don't read the entire book, like I, I get the question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. There's, um, then there's the Jedi Knights resolve. So, uh, let's see each time Jedi Knight Skywalker is damaged. He gains 5% turn meter and 5% offense stacking until he uses <clears throat> prevailing strike on his turn when he attacks out of turn <clears throat> or is critically hit, he gains two speed stacking max 20 until the end of the encounter. Uh, and then at the, at the end of each other Jedi allies turn, excluding old Republic Jedi, Jedi Knight Luke gains 10% turn meter and uh, he's immune to stun and fear. So that there's a lot of interesting things going on here. Uh, one thing I do want to point out, though, is Grandmaster Yoda, it, if he's taking a ton of turns alongside Luke, <laughs> Grandmaster Yoda is going to be doing a huge, uh, or he's going to be giving Luke like 30% turn meter <laughs> pretty often. Yeah. So uh, that, that's going to be interesting. And, you know, that, I guess we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that... I think that he will end up being pretty good alongside Jedi Revan, even despite the fact that Revan doesn't give him anything. Um, if we don't have Bastila or Jolie in there, we have other Jedi though. I think it'll, it'll, he'll still gain a lot of turn meter. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to play around with this, um, but he is going to be taking a ton of turns. And so I think, speed really won't matter as much with him, which is nice. It's good to have characters that speed don't matter. You can give an offense set that actually hits hard <laughs> rather than the offense set that goes fast. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and, and uh, for his leadership, uh, why don't you read that? I need to get a drink of water. Okay. So for the leader, it's all light side alleys, alleys every time on this podcast all light side allies have 15 percent crit chance and crit damage it's doubled for jedi so they're getting 30 percent crit chance and crit damage then at the start of each of jedi knight luke's turns all enemies are reduced to his base speed until the end of the encounter and their speed can't be manipulated after their speed is set so his base value or his base speed is decided at the beginning of the fight before any buffs like speed up or anything are applied. Now, this leader ability does not affect raid bosses and it does not activate if the enemy side also has a similar ability or a galactic legend. So you can't slow down the Supreme Leader Kylo um, <laughs> with this ability. That's basically what it means. Now, at the start of the encounter, all Jedi allies, except for the Old Republic Jedi, uh, gain the granted ability of Heroes Arise. Heroes Arise is, it dispels all debuffs on all allies, then calls all Jedi allies to assist, dealing 20% less damage. 
All Jedi allies, except for the Old Republic Jedi, recover 25% health and protection and gain Jedi's will for two turns. Then Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker is granted 100% turn meter. This is a 10-turn cooldown, but shared between every uh, member of your team, which means two turns around and you are going to be able to get this. It also is immune to cooldown manipulation, so somebody like Darth Nihilus or General Skywalker can't prevent this from happening. So basically, you want to get a <laughs> you want to kill somebody on their team before they get this Heroes Arise ability because uh, it, it's going to do damage to you. Yeah, I think that it's it's going to be really strong. I, I don't know exactly how strong yet. Uh, it, yeah, it seems really powerful, though. Yeah. I mean, the, crit, the fact that it's an extra 30% crit chance, plus earlier on in the fight, Luke is applying vulnerable to somebody, um, and you have the additional crit damage. As a leader, the Jedi are going <laughs> to hit hard with this ability. Even if it is 20% less damage, 20% less of a 20,000 hit isn't that much. Right. Uh, it, I think that a lot of people are saying that his kit is underwhelming, and I can understand why they would say that. Uh, they say it's not meta-defining, etc., and I do get that. I understand uh, one thing, though, to just to keep in mind is uh, I guess that there, there's just a lot in, within his kit, a lot of these different buffs and a lot of these abilities that uh, we, we don't necessarily see. Uh, we see. We see the impact of a few of these different things, but I think the totality of all of the different buffs and everything that he hands out and all of the different turn meter gains that he's getting, like every time he's hit, he gains plus 5% turn meter and 5% offense stacking up to a max of 25%. Uh, it, he also, he's gaining the, like the heroes arise, he's doing extra damage. He's doing the Jedi's will thing. He's getting, he's getting extra damage. Everyone else is getting extra damage. And I think that it's just the totality of it. And it, with heroes arise, they're all taking a ton of turns. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda is almost certainly just going to be flying around there, getting reducing that cooldown all the time, and it it's going to be complete chaos. And Dewey's going to do a lot of damage. It's really hard to conceptualize just how impactful that's going to be. However, it is, and the leadership ability. Before I get to play with this character, I can read this ability twenty times, and. In Till I actually see how it plays out. I'm not confused by it, because I think I get it. I just... It's a brand new thing, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to wrap my head around it until the first time I take a Luke-led team into battle. Because it's, it's so unique. It's something we've literally never seen before. Yeah. Right. And so... so we're reducing characters, we're reducing their uh, base speed, and uh, that's great. We have no idea how fast Grandmaster, uh, or rather Luke, is going to be, however. Like, we, we just don't know how fast he's going to be. Right. I picture it as 
let's say you're going up against the Darth Revan team. That Darth Revan team is still going to get their first salvo of attacks out because they're all going to be faster than Luke. Because uh, reading this, and with all the turn meter manipulation, I don't think you want a fast Luke. I, I'm honestly in my head right now, I'm putting an offense arrow on him. He's not even going to have a speed arrow. Um, right. And so Darth Revan is going to take his first turn. So I imagine you want to get Luke's speed like at 175. That way, no Darth Revan team is going to take a second turn. Um, but so they take their first turn. You survive that salvo. Maybe you bring in Zaris or something. And then Luke gets his turn. And all of a sudden, that super fast Darth Revan team is now being outsped by a Grandmaster Yoda and whatever other Jedi that's not Luke. Because Darth Revan and Bastila are 175, while your Jedi are sitting at like 230, 240. So they're, they're now going before Darth Revan or any of them. Um, I still don't know how you get around Malak on that team. It really depends on how hard Luke hits. But this could be the Darth Revan killer. It could. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think I think he's going to be just fine against Darth Revan regardless. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be a very interesting thing to see just exactly what they intended because eventually we'll find out what their intentions are right now. It's a little unclear, a little bit muddled in my opinion. Um, right. But I, I, I do think that there's probably some good functionality uh here against against the uh against galactic legends i it's hard to say because we just don't know we don't know what his speed is going to be and how that's going to impact things we don't right. know we don't know if he does a ton of damage personally or if he's going to have to rely on only general skywalker and yoda or whoever you take with him it's just hard to say yeah or think about i'm all, so I obviously think about Darth Revan and General Skywalker because they're the two on defense other than the Galactic Legends. Those two teams are the hardest, you know, kind of to fight. So a General Skywalker team, Rex is going to go first because that's what Rex does. He's going to pop the tenacity up, give everyone a turn, and then that uh, clone team, you know, one of the things that makes them so difficult is the clones take a million turns and they're so fast. They just, they basically become turtles. <laughs> you still have to figure out a way to get through General Skywalker, but if you're reducing his max health and protection with every basic you do, um, you can do that a lot easier. So I, it could also be the General Skywalker killer. So uh, I can't wait to get my hands on him and actually get him into the game and play with it because as we sit here, I'm thinking of a ton of good uses for him. But if you go back and listen to our Galactic Legend prediction <laughs> podcast, we were sort of right on parts, but then the other parts were like, okay, we want to use Special Forces TIE Pilot here because he's got the AOE and you want to use the AOE. And it's like, oh, those were all wrong. 
Um, so I don't want to predict too much because it's probably ridiculous, but I'm excited for the testing out of these teams. Yeah, me too. I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun to see what he can do. Um, yeah, it's just hard to say what, what exactly, what exactly he can do, but it, he's got a good kit and we should probably move on to other topics we've been talking about. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to talk about Jedi right. Luke and in the end, I think, I think that just, you know, we're, not not to talk about the kit as much anymore, but I think in terms of worthwhile, uh, you know, just how worthwhile he actually is. I know I personally am going to, I, I need to figure out and see exactly how much it will cost me because I, I won't be able to get him without spending. Uh, but I spend a little on this game regardless, and I think I can get him. Uh, I'm only four characters away from having all the gear all the characters that are required at gear 13 i think it'll cost me a vault or less and i think that it's probably going to be worthwhile frankly even if it even if he's not obviously meta changing uh, i think he's going to be very worthwhile i think you're right i looking back over the last three years every legendary has been absolutely worth it um I don't think that that's going to change with Jedi Luke. Agreed. Uh, you know, BB-8 seemed so worthless <laughs> when I first read his kit. He just seemed so useless. And okay. yeah, I and he, he has ended up being really good. I don't know if he's good enough to really, truly be considered a legendary, but he's very good. It, there's no denying that. His, his utility is amazing. So... Yeah, all, all of the characters seemed uh, have seemed less awesome than they actually were. Um, yeah. Uh, that being said, though, folks, so we say it's worth it. We think it's going to be worth it. I will also say that it doesn't seem like this character is going to be absolutely mandatory if you want to win in Grand Arena. No. I think he's going to be good. I think that if you can get a Galactic Legend instead of him, if you have to choose between one or the other, you probably choose the Galactic Legend, frankly. Pro well, depending on how far off you are from that Galactic Legend, yeah, I would agree with well, you. And, and it's not necessarily like you have to make that choice. A lot of people can just delay it for a couple days because Galactic right. Legends are permanently available. But... Uh, for people who are panicking right now, like, oh man, I can't unlock him. And I, you know, I would say just focus on your galactic legend and start working toward Luke Skywalker because he, he is going to be relevant. But right now, I don't, I don't think, I don't see a reason why you need, need, need him for anything. Maybe they'll release a new raid or something that only people with Luke Skywalker will be, <laughs> will be able to solo. I, I mean, that was the case with the Sith raid. If you didn't have Jedi training Ray, then you couldn't get top 10. Right. So things like that, that, that may be, that, that may be, but I think that people can wait, it, frankly. I, I think it's, it's a bummer to not get this new awesome character. Everyone loves Jedi Luke. Or I don't know how, I don't know if everybody is accurate, but he's, he's one of my favorite characters growing up. I always wanted to be him. 
or or Han, but like he's it's, he's exciting. Everyone wants him, and I get that not getting him immediately is hard. It sucks, but it just in terms of overall success in the game, I think it's not going to be a disaster if you don't unlock him immediately. He'll come back around in three months, and you can unlock him then. Yeah, I I mean I tend to agree with you. Um, I I don't see him. I see him being able to be used with Galactic Legends, but I don't see him overtaking them in the arena. Right? I I don't think that they he ever overtakes them in the arena based on the characters we have at this point. And really, that's you know when I look at a character of a. Is this a necessary, should I drop everything type character? It is solely based on, okay, can I use, do I need him in arena? Like, is my life going to be miserable every day for the next three months if I don't get him? And I don't think that's the case um, with Jedi Luke. Yeah, and we'll see. But I think it's just an interesting thing. I, I was thinking about this. So... So right now, a lot of the compositions that can counter like Supreme Leader Kylo and Rey are kind of just based off of um, like you have you need a sacrificial lamb character, you need a, a good taunter or something because the the fact is characters don't really survive very long against them. Like a like just a regular Jedi Revan squad against Luke without any kind of additions, like they against the Galactic Legend Jedi Revan squad just melts. A right. lot of these squads just melt, and so I don't know. It, it's it's going to be an interesting thing. One thing I will point out, though, I I don't I think he he's got one huge weakness. Actually, I don't think he can be a Supreme Leader Kylo counter as long as Supreme Leader Kylo has Hux with him, because yeah. if you look at his kit, he's got. He's got all this different stuff to gain turn meter. He's got so every time another Jedi takes a turn, he gains ten percent turn meter. Uh, every time he takes damage, he gains five percent turn meter. And his whole thing is being slow but gaining turn meter. Anyways, you get the Heroes Arise thing. He gains. He goes all the way up to a hundred percent turn meter. And Hux just shuts all that down immediately. Right. So uh, I think. Uh, we'll see, but I think I think that, that that's one major flaw in him. Also, he can't he's not immune to ability block or anything. He can't be stunned, but if you just ability block him, then he can't do anything anyways. His basic is okay, I guess. <laughs> so uh, anyways, I'll, I'll stop. I said I was going to stop, and then I decided not to stop. That's... Or did or did I just did I decide or was it just a supreme effort of my subconscious's will? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. <laughs> uh, uh, so we actually have some big news to announce tonight. That's not Jedi Knight Luke or CG related, Zareth. Oh, well, that's fancy. We do, in fact, have that news though. <laughs> We do. So, um, we are, we've started talking to some of the other YouTubers, specifically, you know, both of us in our videos like to educate people 
as we're doing the videos. And there's a few other YouTubers that have been successful that likes to do that as well. Um, and so we basically got together and asked them if they wanted to create a little team of YouTubers uh, going forward <laughs> to kind of work together and continue spreading, spreading uh, the sort of educational while exciting and entertaining uh, Grand Arena uh, videos out to you. So we have created the Gambit Alliance of Creators. Yes, the initials are GAC, and yes, that is on purpose. Um, and we're actually excited because we have two creators that are joining us that are locked in and have confirmed, and that's End All Be All and Black Mamba are going to join us for this. Uh, they're already in our Discord server, so if you're there, they're also bounce they were bouncing around there anyway. Uh, part of the goal is to try and work together on a lot more things. Um, hopefully we can pull that off. And so you're going to start seeing a Gambit Alliance of Creators tags out there, and hopefully, hopefully this uh, works successfully. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Uh, you know, and it's it, it's similar to you know the, we have the Escape Podcast guys who have their their whole network of of different content creators, and I don't know exactly what their internal rules, so to speak, are, but. Uh, you know, they're, they're all affiliated together and they're always, they're cross promoting a lot. They're talking about each other and that, that gets, that, that gets some recognition from people and people can, uh, they don't, they can go to one place and find a bunch of different creators who do very similar things in the game. And uh, so I, I think that what we're doing, we're, our focus is obviously Grand Arena, but uh, it, it gives us a lot of good opportunities for cross promotion and, if we can do live streams, it's fun to have multiple people. Like it, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people told, gave me good feedback on when we had our live stream a few weeks back with uh, you, me, and Kleso. Like that, they people really enjoyed seeing the the good Grand Arena players all kind of collaborating and talking with each other. And hopefully, we can make that happen quite a bit more often moving forward. Yes, yes, that is the ultimate goal. And since you mentioned uh, the Escape Pod cast, um, they have a new project that just launched, well, by the time people are listening to this, yesterday. Uh, it's called the GA Center. Uh, they, I was fortunate enough to be on their first episode of the GA Center where they did an interview with me. And basically what they're doing is... Uh, they're treating it like Sports Center, only with Grand Arena, and they're keeping track of a bunch of uh, selected Grand Arena YouTubers and Twitchers. Um, and both you and I are actually two of the ones that they are keeping track of. Endall and Black Mamba are also uh, going to be competing in this thing. And basically, they're keeping stats over multiple months to see who comes out to be the best Grand Arena person during their season. I actually think it's a great idea. Um, they're doing this on Twitch, so you can find them at Twitch and the Escape Podcast, and then they're also posting the videos 24 hours later on um, YouTube. So give a shout out to those guys. Uh, thank you for having me, and I'm actually excited to 
watch how uh, we do throughout this season. And Solo, if you can send me a link uh, to how, how people can can find this stuff, I, I will be happy to put it in our description. Yes, well uh, I, will, show. I will do that awesome. off air. Yeah, I, I really look forward to it. I've I've always wanted to do some kind of like just a, a a much simpler version of this, just like a leaderboard for a lot of the main Grand Arena guys. And I think that, and then and then every all the people who were participating would show the leaderboard at some point in their video, and then people would be like, "Oh shoot!" Like Zareth is just crushing Kleso, just, just <laughs> demolishing him. I have no idea who Zareth is though, so I'm going to go check out his channel. And uh, you know, it it would it would promote good, co healthy, friendly competition, and uh, it would give give pro cross promotion. And this this is a much much wider scope. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see how they pull this off. If they you know, it, it should be good. I yeah. think. Interestingly enough, um, Kleso. So they they have it broken up by what division you're in since division one is so so large, uh, it's it's now a four million GP difference in division one by the way because there is an eight point five million account. Um, since division one is so large, they have it broken up into two separate divisions for division one, and you, Kleso, and I are all sitting in the same division. So we are competing against each other. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> uh, we finally get the leaderboard, uh, whether Kleso wants it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I always give him crap because he, he didn't want to put the extra work into it, which I, I get. I'm not trying to bag on him, but he didn't. He was kind of resistant to it, resistive. And uh, <laughs> so it's kind of fun to it's fun that we're going to get to do it anyways <laughs> uh, and to be clear i think he would have actually been fine with doing it uh at some other point but then then i i got lazy on top of that so uh moving on though i think i think that's it's going to be good uh lots of exciting things for grand arena coming out and uh yeah, I, th I think I think we can move on now. So we actually we didn't have Grand Arena this week, and uh, so in the in our show notes, Solo uh, wrote for his entry that his Grand Arena was flawless, <laughs> and uh, I mine I wrote after his I said mine was flawless. Er. Then you had to clarify not to be confused with lesser because obviously I won the week. I mean, that's, that's go without saying. <laughs> it's okay. I, I like it when you feel like, like you're winning. I, <laughs> I'm, ha I'm happy for you. I want you to have good emotions and, and things. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm like, I'm like the, the guy in uh, Princess Bride, like the Andre the Giant is, <laughs> is wrestling with the guy and he's like, are you just toying with me or what? And He's like, no, I, Andre the Giant was like, is like beating the heck out of him. <laughs> and, and the other guy's just like struggling really hard. And, uh, and so he's like, are you toying with me or what? And he's like, no, I just wanted you to feel like you're doing well. <laughs> like in the middle of this death match, the, his, his opponent is like, I, I just want you to feel happy. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I, it was just kind of, it's kind of like that. I want you to feel like you're doing well solo. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So podcast questions. We have a ton of them. I think we're going to have to just cut it off in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but we certainly have some time and honestly it sometimes it's nice to have some saved so we can address them in the future so let's let's try to prioritize the ones that are more relevant to this week as opposed to uh, next week or, or as opposed to ones that are a little more uh, timeless so to speak fair uh, so let's see that the first one that we can talk about is do whale protests in parentheses cubs just posted a video of an emergency whale chat they had last night where some prominent whales apparently vowed a spending boycott uh, do they have any chance of working uh well my answer to that would be <laughs> probably not now that jed and i have luke is, is in the game um Go go watch Arnold's last video yeah. and see how he does the mental gymnastics to convince himself to go <laughs> back on his word of not spending anything. Yes. Uh, he wants to bring you content, and that's the, that's the only reason he's going to do this. <laughs> yeah, I know someone asked me, like, oh, if you're spending money to get Luke, are you, are you doing it for the good of the community or for yourself? I was like, for me. <laughs> obviously <laughs> yep <laughs> if i'm gonna spend money it's because i'm enjoying uh, it's because i want to spend money on something i want so <laughs> <laughs> funny how that works <laughs> it is i'm still laughing <laughs> so anyways the uh, i don't think i just don't think they've, they've tried it so many times in the past i i just think that if the community really truly decides to not spend any money at all if, if they can somehow get all the different spending groups to stop which they i just don't think that's possible maybe cg would actually listen maybe i i do know actually there was one time that gosh i don't remember all the details i remember that I remember that there was one time that it, it seemed like the the whales were able to communicate to CG about something. Um, what was it? They maybe it was something to do with territory wars or something like they they had changed the how many teams were deployed based on the GP of the guild or something, and a lot of whales got mad about it. I I don't remember everything. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I remember sort of what you're talking about. I don't remember specifically what you're talking about, though. Well, and and I I don't run in those circles, anyways. Right. Frankly, I don't. We don't spend enough for that. I'm, I'm like a a medium sized dolphin. Yeah. So, uh, and you you spend in the same ballpark. So, I don't I don't know. I'm just kind of. It would be interesting to hear, actually, if anyone wants to get on my an, on our Discord server and tell us what we're wrong and right about, I would be very interested to hear. Yeah, I will say, so people need to remember, and I, I'm going to focus this at the YouTubers because they're the ones calling for this. Um, you have to remember this is a five-year-old game. Congratulations, you got this let's say spending boycott for two weeks where people aren't going to spend money 
And that's not going to happen with Jedi Knight Luke now. No whale is going to say, I'm not getting Jedi Knight Luke. No whale, at least, that is serious about staying with the game. Um, That's just not realistic. Uh, But congratulations, you just talked to people, or you're trying to talk people into not spending on a five-year-old game. What do you think is going to happen when EA sees that the game is suddenly not profitable anymore for three weeks straight on a five-year-old game. Like, these YouTubers are trying to convince people to kill the game. <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen. EA is going to say, oh, wow, these quarterly numbers are awful. Why would we keep playing the game? And CG, who wants to keep the money stream coming in, they're going to say, no, 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 listen, it was just a spending street, uh, strike. It, it's nothing you have to worry about. The money is going to come back next quarter. And do you know what EA is going to say? EA is going to say, no, it's five years old. Your, your time has probably come. So in theory, can a spending strike work? Yes. I've heard in Marvel Strike Force that uh, apparently they made one work in the first year. But you know why? That's because it was the first year, not the fifth. Anyone that's trying to convince people to not spend in this game is basically trying to convince people to shut the game down at this point. That's, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am because I know how EA works. Yeah. I, (laughs) why take the chance regardless? And so here's my other thing. And wasn't planning on ranting tonight, but apparently it's going to happen a little bit. Let me enjoy the game. I play this because it's a game. Like I've, well, when bad RNG comes, I might want to throw my phone, but when I go to bed at night, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh my God, this game, you know, I'm just so not happy with the direction that this game is going in. If I ever got that stressed over what's happening in the game, I would just stop playing and never look back. You know, I feel like people get this fake anger or maybe they really are angry. And really what it's symptom of is they're done playing the game and maybe they just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I I think, I think there's a lot of, a lot of that going on where people have been going through the motions for a while and don't realize that they're sick of it. I actually just recently had that revelation with myself in Clash of Clans. I had, I've, I didn't, I don't spend much time on that game, frankly. And the other day, I, I've still been, I've still been doing some of the content and stuff. I won't get into that. This, this isn't a Clash of Clans podcast, certainly. Uh, but uh, they they have they have some interesting things going on in the game in my opinion uh, or at least they had been and the other day i realized just how sick i was of doing anything in that game and i haven't deleted it from my phone yet but i've been logged in for like 6 days right. actually i've logged in once and just uh unjoined the guild i was in they, they're the clan they didn't they didn't really know me anyway, so <laughs> I, I didn't want them to have to wait for someone to, to for them to some way somehow eventually discover that I wasn't active anymore and kick me out. So, but 
now every time I think of Clash of Clans, I just feel peace. I'm just so happy <laughs> I'm done. Like I'm good with it. Right. I yeah. I, I think a lot of people one people like to complain on Reddit. Like it is disgustingly toxic right now. I mean oh my to, to the point where you could say something about the game and if it's not negative there's going to be like death threats coming at you. It's absurd. Um, Dude, I, I swear like, so, so I, I'll post my content every once in a while on Reddit. If I think I have a good, uh, if I have a good battle or a video, whatever, I'll post that every once in a while and I'll get up, upvoted some more, a little bit more than I get downvoted. I do get downvoted <laughs> quite a bit, but, uh, I, I recently just did a an analysis on Jedi Luke and what he what I thought was going to be happening with him and it was very well received by the, the community uh, at least the piece of the community that uh, pays any attention to what I say and so I posted it on Reddit I thought maybe I could get a little more exposure there and some people did like it some some upvoted it but I, I did just, it's like the definition of just getting downvoted to hell. Like <laughs> I, I said something about, there's some positive reasons to be excited about Jedi Luke or something. And I, that was obviously the wrong phrase. They're like, oh, positivity? No. That, <laughs> how about not? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, oh. I, I'm just, I'm honestly so sick of any and all negativity. Like, I, to the point free, of being willing to be negative about it. Yes. <laughs> that, that's how angry it has gotten me. Like, I got into a pissing contest with somebody on Reddit on Friday. And um, I just sat there and I seriously looked at myself. I'm done. Like, you have made me so angry that I'm fighting with an internet stranger over, like, it's the most pedantic of things. Like... I, it is oh it's just I can't, I can't do it I can't I can't take Reddit anymore I I haven't been there in two days now and my life is so much better for it. <laughs> yeah, that's ten, that typically is the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it it is what it is. People people want to be toxic. People who want to people who want to be angry about things. Uh, yeah, it, it's just an echo chamber. There, there are some good things about Reddit too. For those there of are. you who think we unilaterally hate it, we still visit there sometimes. There's there's some good stuff, but right now it's very difficult for uh, us to be, to join or to be part of that. Let's see. All right, so let's skip the next one because uh, we can answer that next week. All right, so the next podcast question. Here's a good podcast question. Why does Arnold suck so much? <laughs> that is a fantastic podcast question. Here, so here's the thing. I was, a week and a half ago, I did not care about Arnold. Um, I, I actually gave him credit because I think he is a brilliant entertainer. Um, I respect his ability. He knows how to, he knows how to get people to, both listen and keep them like there's a reason that he has the most subscribers in this game with that said he it has gone completely it's always been in his head um 
there's no other way to put it. But like today's video about Jedi Knight Luke within the first 30 seconds, it stopped being about the Jedi Knight Luke release and became about him. Like it, and this whole, this whole fiasco was because he lost his account. He got pissy about it. He threw a bunch of community members under the bus and then was surprised that people weren't up in arms about about it and that he was getting downvoted. And it's like, you just threw half the community under the bus and you're honestly surprised that people are angry. Yeah, it was funny. One of his videos is like, I'm not going to say the names of these other people who are account sharing uh, right. because because they're going to get banned. And then the yeah. next video, he's like, and here's a list of all the people, the other the, people the who are doing it. The very next video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and you know what? His first video that he made when he got the account banned, I watched it and I was like, oh, this is probably over the top. But at the same time, it just happened like within a couple hours. I would be frustrated too if it happened. I think he deserved it. I think he brought it on himself. But I would feel frustrated too. So I got it. And I was like, okay, I'm willing to give this away. Then he didn't post a video the next day. And I was like, that's actually, that's really smart of him. Let, you know, let things cool down. Um, speak from, a, he went to law school. He's a lawyer we're basically taught, you know, you, you have to keep check of your emotions. To, you have to keep check of your emotions. It was like, okay, he's going to keep check of his emotions. This is why he's taking time. And then he literally just came out on fire that next video. Like, here's this person that should be banned. Here's this person that should be banned. Here's this person that should be banned. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. And, and also I'm not going to spend anything. And yeah, it was, <laughs> just just a pretty interesting set of uh actions I... it's yeah I, he he went from being a proponent of this game to straight to the negative gets clicks and i'm gonna get clicks <laughs> yeah he got quite a few too i'm a little jealous frankly uh, uh yes well yeah i mean Obviously, he made so much money off of getting this account banned. I mean, so much money that he raked in with this fake anger. Uh, I am jealous is a good word as well. But at the same time, I'm so glad that I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess it'll be an interesting thing. I'm, I'm trying to grow my channel and all that, of course. I... I doubt that I'm going to pull shenanigans like that. Uh, it's just, a, it's a very interesting thing to me though. It's, and I mentioned this in my last video too. It, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of money involved here. It's something that not a lot of people have really uh, given, given much thought to, I guess. And these guys, I'm not saying that all of them have bad intentions. I, I have no idea, frankly. I, I think that Arnold is, being a little disingenuous at the very least, but I don't frankly know exactly what their motives are. I do know that it's very difficult to trust that someone has altruistic motives when they're putting a ton of ads in their own videos, they are making a ton of uh, 
a ton of money off of doing interviews with like other YouTube content creators who don't even play the game. They're just there. Like they're getting so many hits that other people who are like, Hey, I like star Wars. I play a star Wars game. I'm going to make content about this too. (laughs) Even though they don't care about galaxy of heroes, like they're, they're still making videos about it because they want a piece of the action. Other games are taking notice of this and are having them put ads in their videos. Like there's so much money involved. It's very difficult to gauge any kind of intent. Right. Listen, they run a business. I am perfectly fine with them running a business. I get why they do what they do. I personally refuse to watch negativity. Uh, over a game like this is this is what i do to escape stress this is what i do to calm down at the end of the night or in the morning before i know i'm going to walk into a stressful day at work i use this game as my release or to have fun i don't want to be surrounded and constantly told by other people about how negative things are in it (laughs) don't ruin my gameplay experience for whatever reason you have. It might be a valid reason. I'm just not going to put myself in a position to listen to you be negative over a game. Right. Yeah, I, I don't have much use for negative uh, for negative content. I know I, I linked one to you, which I, I won't mention it here exactly who was on there, but I was just like, man, this guy is just like, he's nonstop. I, and it was also ignorant anyways. Just, uh, it, it's very frustrating. I, I tend to place a really high value on rationality and the, the stuff that a lot of these guys are, are doing, like it's rabble rousing or it's, it, they've got a rhetorical strategy, but it's not rational, really. It's, it's not it's not like reasonable discourse. It's I feel this way. And so not only do, should I feel angry, everyone else should also feel angry and should also not spend money. And like, I will, my emotions will dictate what everyone else is going to do if I have my say right my way. So if you, if you look at Arnold's Jedi Knight Luke video, and then you look at the comments on Reddit, his negativity is literally ruining other people's enjoyment of the Jedi Knight Luke release. But it's getting him clicks. And so I can't, at the same time, I can't blame him for doing it if it's bringing people to him and making him money. Like, great for him, but it's just so frustrating. So frustrating. It, it feels It feels that way. But... Uh, I was going to say, let's move on to the next question. Um, <laughs> so the, ne- the next relevant question here is, when are Arnold's <laughs> remaining accounts going to be banned? <laughs> oh, oh, not soon enough. It's <laughs> uh, just really funny. Listen, the only reason his account was banned was because he literally, and watched this video, he messaged every single employee at CG to say, hey, my account that's not actually mine that I got from somebody that started the account in China <laughs> was, is, has a problem. It's like, 
listen, if you're going to walk to the police station and tell them that you're stealing, don't expect to get away with it just because somebody else committed murder. That's, you, you did the crime, you're going to do the time to steal the uh, 1980s crime sh- uh, cop sh- uh, statement. <laughs> and also just say no to drugs. Yes, obviously. Duh. If you're if you're underage. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, it, the whole thing. Frankly, I I'm frustrated that we're talking about all this drama stuff. Oh God, so I, frustrated. I'm excited because in a couple days we're playing Grand Arena. It's starting up again, five v five with ships, and so far it looks like probably only one ship per zone, which is nice. So yes, yeah. <laughs> um let's see we probably have time for one more do you want to pick one yeah um let's i want to find a good one so we can answer some of these to the individual people not necessarily on the podcast too um all right so let's go with h uh, you often talk of modding key characters, and I know the basics such as start speed and nests tenacity and crit avoidance on B2 or speed on Asajj. What are some less obvious, well-known characters that have key mods or stats that you should be looking for in your opponents or to mod on your own? Zareth, um, what are you thinking of for the specific how you want to mod them? Uh, that's a good question. I, I'll say what one thing that maybe this is obvious to some. Uh, the so Bastila Sean Fallen, it she, you want to look at her speed, but and that's a really key factor. But beyond that, look at her health. Her health is if it's really high. If someone's modded specifically tried to get her health really really high it can be really tough to take her out in the in the right circumstance like if you're just mirroring or there's a lot of teams that just take them out regardless if you're using a meta team if you're using general skywalker or or uh darth revan for instance or or the galactic legends it's not as big of a deal but if you're trying to if you have a composition that you need to take her out with for instance in 3v3 especially it's relevant if i'm using commander luke and i need i need to snipe out bastila if i don't have a good counter team i need to take the team out in pieces and that means i need to take bastila out before i try taking out revan or malik if she has high enough health her she her kit gives her an extra 70 percent health on top of that and she becomes extremely hard to kill, especially if she has her Zeta on her to give her foresight and everything. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's obvious, but in my opinion, like I, I struggled with that a lot this last Grand Arena because people had really resilient Bastilas, and I was glad that I know, knew to notice that and was able to counter them somewhat effectively at least. Yeah, I remember this. So... That trend, I guess you could call it, started back in right away when um, General Skywalker came out, actually, the first time. So we're talking back in October. And uh, people started experimenting 
with Bastos mods to see if they could keep her alive longer. Because so, I remember I had a five-star Skywalker, and even with five-star Skywalker, I was still able to beat most Dark Revan teams, but I had one Bastos on my shard that had just an absurd amount of health. Um, and I could never beat that team with my Skywalker. I had to switch back to my Darth Revan team for that one team alone. Um, and everybody looks at the health or the speed, like you said. And if you're going in with a Darth Revan counter, the health probably doesn't matter that much, honestly. Um, because one Malak Force Drain will erase all that health real quick. But it's when you're going in with the off meta counters for it. So you're going in with a Padme team or with um, for people that just got General Skywalker and still only have him at six star. You're going in with a lower starred General Skywalker team. Um, it, it can be really <laughs> painful, basically. Um, another one that comes to mind that wasn't listed there was Jolie. Everybody, you know, talks about health on him. And health is great on him when you talk about, like, the, the triangle or even uh, the arrow. But you want him to be at 100% tenacity if you can. And then you throw a crit avoidance arrow on him, and he basically becomes impossible to be crit. Unless, unless Jedi Knight Luke puts vulnerable on him, or Poe puts vulnerable on him. He has over 100% crit avoidance if you gear him with tenacity. And I feel like that's not well known out there. So that's another good one that you should look at, because if you're going up against a Jedi Knight Revan team, and you go up, you have to kill Jolie. And if he's 100% crit uh, avoidance, that could that's going to be a problem for you, because he's a pain to kill as it is right like if you try to use that that's one of the issues if you try to use nest to solo a team with bastila oh yeah uh, as lead and then and then he is he's with them uh which, which isn't super common i guess i see it every once in a while though nest can't solo she can solo any bastila team that doesn't have jolie in it because she yeah. can't crit jolie and therefore she won't do enough damage to scratch the paint like her whole thing is trying to get crit damage up to the point where she can one shot characters and she'll have a huge amount of crit damage but she won't be able to do that and in fact general grievous can't even even though he reduces the the crit avoidance by 50%. If you have Jolie modded enough with enough tenacity, then he still can't be crit even by General Grievous. Yeah. So that that's a great shout out. That's that's a really good one. Yeah. Other than that, I can't really I mean, there's Grandmaster Yoda that now that we have relics, it used to be you want your Yoda over six thousand special damage. Now I think it's nine thousand special damage. Um, thanks to relics. <laughs> uh, another good one is Daka. To to really use Daka in offense, you want her health over one hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. Uh, uh, one one thing that I'll point out too, uh, just for modding, I, I think uh, I'm looking at rosters at my, at my roster here, um, and it shoot. 
Oh yeah, Kylo Ren unmasked. I, I need to remod him. I'm going to be doing that soon. If he's at Relic 7, as, as you'll find a lot of these days uh, because of the, the Galactic Legends, if he's at Relic 7, look at his health stat. If it's maxed out as much as, they, as, much as you can, that, that makes him almost invulnerable to Commander Luke teams. Yeah. Like he'll, you will kill the rest of his team, and then you will time out against Kylo Ren Unmasked. Because yep. he regenerates so much. If he's the leader, then he'll he'll just stay alive forever because you can't do enough damage. And he's he's regenerating a huge amount of health and protection every single time you hit him. So bad business. Yeah. Um, with that, I, I think those are the big, big you know, individual or outside the norm type of things to look at sure and there's a obviously modding is just important in general <laughs> i'm sure solo you remember that time that i tried to use troopers against night sisters and my opponent had a Talzin with a ridiculous crazy uh, offense set <laughs> and a few relic levels and she ended up getting a turn with her special and she killed the entire troopers team uh, with just going away. I was at full health and she just hit because she only hits health uh, and she got crits on everything and she just killed. Uh, maybe she like missed against one of them or didn't kill one of them, but like the whole team just ceased melted. to exist. <laughs> yeah. Just melted. And it was actually, it was, it was pretty impressive. Uh, that was like the only thing people talked about in my comments though, for that video. <laughs> and I don't blame them. So anyways, that, I think that's, that's it for podcast questions. I think we are going a little long tonight. Uh, so we, we can skip obviously the alt life cause, cause we're, we also had perfect records <laughs> this week of the best kind. Uh, and so our penultimate segment, what are we doing or have we done this last week to prepare for Grand Arena, to get ready for Grand Arena? Solo, what have you been doing? <laughs> so I have gotten my account to where I am only three pieces away from Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, or, well, farming Supreme Leader Kylo. So it wasn't going to be anything that affected this week. But the way I have it is I would have had Supreme Leader Kylo for round two. Um, and I had, I had 600 Chirotech saved up actually. So I, I think I was actually going to be able to use Supreme Leader Kylo for round two because I had all the Zetas saved as well. So all I needed were 40 scanners and 80 med packs. Um, well, then Jedi Knight Luke got announced and, uh, now I am trying to panic farm for Jedi Knight Luke because I, you know, I, I wasn't that far off um, except for obviously Rolo because she was our, our gear seven. Uh, but Captain Han was already 11. Lando was already 11. Everybody else was 12 plus three at the minimum. Um, so I'm putting off Supreme Leader Kylo for 10 more days. And now I probably won't get to use him at all this Grand Arena, quite frankly. Uh, 
because I'm going to try and make a run at Jedi Knight Luke and see if I can grab him. Fair enough. Yeah. So, what about you, Zareth? What have you done this past week? Well, there's a there's a counter for Supreme Leader Kylo that includes Padme and Droidica. So I I got my Droidica up to uh, he was gear twelve plus two. Now he's Relic 6 to counter Supreme Leader Kylo. So we'll see if that ends up panning out. Uh, some of my testing has led to some discouraging results, though I have, I can generally beat a Supreme Leader Kylo team with, with Droidica, even if Supreme Leader Kylo has max health. So that that's good. Um, and now I regret having put it put anything on him. However, not not because the counter is bad. I've wanted a relic Droidica for a while, anyways, and so this was a nice excuse. But now I, I used gear that I could have used to get my Rolo up to gear thirteen. So uh, <laughs> the other the only other thing I've done really this week I've just been saving Zetas, saving 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 everything. Um, I got my Rolo up from gear seven up to gear 11. So that's exciting. Of course it is. Uh, Talking about saving, the one thing I didn't do, so coming into this weekend, I had, what, uh, six, I had eight Zetas saved up. You know, six for Kylo, and then I just had two Zetas just sitting there in my account because I was saving hoarding. I really didn't need to spend them on anything. I was like, you know, I'm going to start farming Kylo on probably Tuesday. Um, And then my plan was to go after the Mandalorian because I already have Grief Karga at gear 11 and double Zeta. And I was like, all right, I'm going to, Mando is going to be my next gear. I might as well just give these Zetas to him now. And so I gave two Zetas to a Gear 8 Mando. And now we have the Jedi Knight Luke announcement. So that was fun. (laughs) It sounds fun. Yeah. Granted, I'll have enough time to save up two more Zetas in getting Supreme Leader Kylo since I'm delaying by 10 days, probably. Um, But still, it was very frustrating when I realized that. Yeah, I hear you. I uh, it's interesting that Jedi Luke only needs two. Uh, it's surprising, frankly. Uh, but yeah. I, I should. I'll, I'll be able to just throw both of them on there. Yeah, I Even mean, if I his can. leadership's not great, I don't know right. if it is yet. Yeah, we'll see. Um, people are gonna unlock Luke before me. If I unlock him, it's going to be, you know, in the last day or two. <laughs> so. We'll see what other people do with the Luke lead before then. Yeah, yeah, we we shall see. Uh, one thing I did want to mention too, real quick, uh, I want to rewind just a tiny bit, talking about modding key characters. One thing you want to pay attention to is, uh, which sounds strange, if you're going to take out a Padme team with Jedi Anakin, look at his potency if he has really high potency it it becomes very difficult like if you want to solo that team with nest for instance you need to make sure that he can't apply healing immunity or you're screwed so yeah uh, 
just something to keep in mind. That's, that's an important one. But uh, anyways, I think we're done for today, except for talking about our, uh, the various resources we have available to the community. Uh, so what do we have, Solo? Uh, so we have three main things. First and foremost, uh, we put out YouTube videos of all of our Grand Arena fights. And we both actually put out videos of all of our alt Grand Arena fights as well. You can find my page by just searching my name. It's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Find Zareth's name by doing the same. His name is X-A-E-R-E-T-H. We'll also have the links in the description below. Um, then, since we are recording all of our Grand Arena fights, we have plugged those fights into a Google counter sheet. So basically it's a Google doc and on the left, it has all the teams that we've faced organized in alphabetical order by the leader. It tells you all five members on that team to the right. It's all of the teams that we used to fight that team. Um, and it's every member on the team. And then most importantly and most useful, we have a timestamped, link to our video that will show you that fight and you can see was it a case where the counter only worked because we had g13 and they had g12 or you know did it work because no matter what they did they weren't going to get a turn um it's a very useful document a lot of people are using it you know you sign on when uh the middle of a grand arena day and you can just see well over a hundred people at a time on the sheet. So it's a fantastic resource. The link to that sheet and the mobile friendly sheet will be below. It can also be found in all of our YouTube videos in the description below the YouTube videos. Um, finally, we, we've mentioned it throughout this uh, podcast, but we have a discord server. There's a grand arena focused discord server. Um, we have a surprising number of Kyber contenders on the Discord server. Everybody is uh, friendly, willing to help. So if you have questions, if you need to know how to approach a fight, or if you just want to brag about how well your Grand Arena fight went, join our Discord server. We'll be glad to have you. Uh, the link to that is below, and it is in all of our YouTube videos as well. And with that, Zareth, I think it is basically time to call it a night. I agree. This has been this has been a long, awesome, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been a long, awesome podcast. I hope yes. you guys enjoyed it, and I hope everyone has a wonderful week, and that every single one of you unlocks Jedi Luke. Yes, except for evil, because evil sucks. <laughs> Remember, guys, don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everyone.